guys, how are you doing? We are. Oh, I was about to say, I was about to see Lee and I are fine, thanks very much. <laughs> Except that I'm Lee's fighting. in a different part of the country. How are you, Lee? I'm fine, I'm fine. Just flailing away, usual. <laughs> She's on one stick now instead of two. Yeah, I'm on one stick. It's amazing. I'm a bit like Fred Astaire, he was always on one stick. <laughs> I, I just go round ex- and round in circles. <laughs> that was an accessory, though, I think, wasn't it? Rather than a, a necessity. Oh, good point, Will. I feel a bit like Jake the Peg. Or would it be Jake the Peg? Extra length, Sitting in your living room with some recording equipment, it does make you want to sing, doesn't it? It does. It does. It's like the hairbrush when you're a teenager. <laughs> what do you mean when they're a teenager? I did that this morning. <laughs> That actually, I can imagine you do that. <laughs> oh no, I do that. No, genuinely, I do that every morning to read you too. Do you? This morning, yes. This What's morning, the news? I was Petula Clark. <laughs> oh, Pet Clark, she's amazing. I really like Pet Clark. Oh, oh, seriously. Well, I know that we've got a theme today, but one of us got confused. <gasps> I it's, it's not as bad as that. You, you might have got confused, but I'll tell you when we did the Facebook Live on Monday, which uh, which is funny because <laughs> the, the, the theme today is time and time management. So on Monday when we did the Facebook Live, Sue was too busy to do it, and when so I set up the the the, the call for us to do it on Facebook Live, and I was cooking, and <laughs> I sat down, put the stuff in the oven, thinking it was all fine, and sat down thinking it was about seven o'clock or something. Um, and uh, yeah, I was, was waiting on the other end. Yeah, I was late. waiting. I was late. She was actually trying to phone me, saying, "Where are you? We're supposed to be waiting. The fans are all waiting for us to go on. The thousands of fans that we have. Are I thought it was a waiting. deliberate ruse. And I thought it was. It was like, a... I mean, for, to, to, the first time ever, I was late starting a Facebook Live. <laughs> talking about time management. I mean, honestly, uh, just I the you subliminal messages up, there you? are just amazing. So yes, uh, I thought that was hysterical, but yeah, time management <clears throat> is what the subject is today. <laughs> so I'm so sorry, funny. I'm coming from a cold. It's not COVID, uh, the coughing. It's uh, I've just had a bit of a cold. So I'm I do like the idea of time management, though, in in the sense that um, we often run a theme, don't we, through our podcasts mm. about the fact that to to be able to achieve uh, a business because that's what writing is isn't it if you want to make your living out of writing you have to have both hemispheres of your brain firing on all cylinders and the thing about that is that time management is your left brain and you still want your right brain to 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 fire creatively and it's trying to bring those two hemispheres together yeah. so that they give you a sort of an a framework within which to work. But you know what? It is hard in the creative industries, isn't it, to do that? Very hard. Yeah. And you've got to do it in such a way that the two hemispheres don't collide. <laughs> <laughs> mine, mine don't just collide. They actually physically punch each other up. <laughs> <laughs> which wins? <laughs> oh, look, what's that scrambled egg doing there? Because you know what, that's a really, but, but you know what, the question which wins is really a poignant one because when you're a writer, your right brain, your creative brain has to win. Yeah. So, for example, on Monday, I, I could have actually finished in the deadline really much earlier, but I knew that the book that I was working on, if I shined it up and if I just put more effort and more creativity into it, it would be a better book. 
So the decision was made actually to to let the creativity run wild and to put all the other stuff on hold because I really wanted it to, to completely just blitz that particular book. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing, isn't it? When you look when you work in the creative industries, it's all very well having, you know, a plan for your week. But sometimes words and and books they don't just flow. Yeah, you know, no, you can't just flick the switch the and then do. it just goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like following the muse, really, allowing the muse to come through. Yeah, I think. No, it does make a big difference. It's like, I think, as what left wrote. I, I know that I'm very creative. You know, it's like that's very right brain, isn't it? Um, very creative. Very. Um, I. <laughs> I know that if I haven't got a deadline, nothing will get done. Mm. <laughs> so I, to, I really have to, you know, it's when my it's when my, my left brain gets under pressure and is is starting to nag me and, and it starts to get louder and louder. It's like my you know, like my mum saying, Tidy your room. You know, it's sort of like when it gets to the pressure point where it's that my left brain's exploding, going, You have to do this now. That mm. you know, that then takes over. Otherwise my right brain just goes, No, la di da, I'm gonna do this. And that's the beauty of the the right brain, isn't it? Hmm. It kind of flits from bits to bit. And and we had this conversation, didn't we, before we went live on the podcast. And our right brains are going, ba-ching, (laughs) ba-ching. Absolutely. Oh, the plans we have. Oh, the plans we have. Very blue sky thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you see, there you are. I I am fighting the urge to go blue sky, <laughs> nothing but blue, blue sky, nothing but blue sky all day long. Do do be do do be do be do. Da 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 da. Suddenly, this podcast takes on a completely different tag. <laughs> We're not wasting That's time what at all. Happens when you put a, a microphone on a boom in your living room, isn't it? You end up being a combination of Madonna and Nicola Sturgeon. You two are completely bonkers. <laughs> Absolutely bonkers. So, if I could say, so, I would join in, I have to say. So we've just alluded to this time management, this elusive time management. We haven't talked about it yet, really, have we? <laughs> well, I tell you what, is we that could good do. time management? No, it's not. <laughs> it's terrible time management. Well, well I'll tell you what, we could do is we could throw the framework of the whisperings oh, around that's a it. Good idea. Oh yes. That might put now, us back who on track. who of us shall explain what the whisperings are? Go for it, Susan. Oh, thank you very much, caller. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we are the book whisperers and our lovely whisperers who are uh, the members of our Facebook group. And we now have a Facebook page, the book whisperers. They they flood us with questions for our podcast, don't they? Title ways Every week. Yes. And we have Inundated to sift through all of them. And find just three every week. And I've managed to find three. Would you like the first one? Yeah, go, on. Go, for it. go on. All right, then. Frankie from Holly, Hollywood is asking... <laughs> Relax, don't do it. No, sorry. He said, Dear Mary Lee and Susan, Frankie from Hollywood says, (laughs) I don't know why that's funny. Yeah, I do know why it's funny. Frankie from Hollywood says, Dear Mary Lee and Susan, he says, Last Thursday, he says, I put on my writing pants. I sat in my favourite writing chair. And I picked up my favourite writing implement, a quill. Oh. However, no words would flow. 
I ended up wasting three hours of my life. I'll never get back. And I blame you. What should I do? (laughs) Well, Frankie from Hollywood. (laughs) Put the quill down and relax. (laughs) Don't do it. (laughs) Set your mind to it. When two tribes go to war. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I do hope people listening to this are getting this. Right. (laughs) God. So, no words, wasted time. No no time being creative is ever wasted. Ever. Because it's like if you sit there with a blank page and you can't come up with anything, then, you know, at least you're giving your brain a break. like you know you've actually sort of done a kind of meditation point you know you've you've analyzed some ideas you've decided that they're not the right ones you know the paths you don't want to go down um it's like that lovely thing about um uh alexander graham bell inventing the the, no he was the telephone it was it meant light bulb Oh, he invented the light bulb like thousands of times and he was he was hailed as the biggest failure what he's just that's it yeah yeah He's said, what? <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and he said, basically, I've not failed. I've just found, you know, 2,000 times it doesn't work. Yeah. Um, and it's the same with writing. If you, if you sit yeah. down and you get complete um, writer's block, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't try and push it. I wouldn't um, push it, no. No, I would just I'd, I'd leave it. Go, go and back do something and come different. Back and, yeah, come, go yeah. do something different. Come back later. And if the, the more you worry about it, the more that block is going to continue. Um, so sort of go away, do something else, come back, start really fresh in the morning the next day or something and just free write. Um, and you'll see what ideas come out with that. But um, yeah, free write's a really good idea to for unblocking you and giving you yeah. nuggets, yeah. little nuggets that you can sort of take and yeah. how do you use elsewhere. It's a free writing. Because <laughs> free <laughs> 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 Oh. Free writing is the writing laxative. So, yeah. Frankie, <laughs> Mary says, with your pants on, <laughs> take your pants off, Frankie, and, and <laughs> let it all flow. I want, to, I want to know what the writing pants are, though. <laughs> yeah, what are these oh, writing pants? Not... Holding it all in. Oh, do you not have writing pants? Now, I've got writing pants. They might be my pyjamas. I'm only kidding. I do a writing. <laughs> oh, I like the idea. I, I really did. I like the idea, yes. That could be Book Whisperer's merch. I was well, going to say, you know, we've got, so we've got you know where you'll be that. able to get writing pants. Writing pants from www.thebookwhisperers.com <laughs> <laughs> slash writing hyphen pants. <laughs> Maybe that's the Go next thing Go faster pants. Yeah. <laughs> Idea though, writing pants. So I, I generally write my pajamas because I usually get up like the crack of dawn, even probably before dawn, like four or five o'clock in the morning when I'm writing, and then write before everyone gets up, before people start emailing me, before I get phone calls, you know, and spend a good few hours actually writing very early in the morning. So my mm. my writing pants are my pajamas. Mm. <laughs> they do say actually that your brain fires in all cylinders first thing in the morning, yeah. just 
just as you wake up, actually. It is the best time to write because it is totally fresh and you've had the whole night of dreaming and thinking and, and meditating and... You know, so your your brain has has been mulling over what you're what you're thinking. Well, I had a really weird dream last. Was it last night? The night before? I was telling Andy about it. Sorry, yeah. sorry, just jumping in there. I was in a bar, and I don't know where I was on the earth in this bar, but I was in a bar doing karaoke with David Bowie. Only he he was David Bowie, but he was sort of like a Chinese David Bowie. <laughs> Can't explain it. <laughs> well, make what you will of that then. <laughs> Chinese David Bowie doing karaoke yeah. with him. Interesting. Yeah. He kept telling me off for singing, is their life on Mars wrong? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say back to him? In, in what way were you doing it wrong? I don't know. I thought I was doing it perfectly fine. He's going, no, 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 start again. It's really quite frustrating. <laughs> I love David Bowie, but that one I wanted to punch in the face. <laughs> So the wrong David Bowie was telling yeah. you you were doing something wrong. I knew he was the real David Bowie, though. Two wrongs make a right. I don't know. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Let's go. I love anyway, that. Back to time management. Frankie, to, uh, Frankie in Hollywood, I hope that that's answered your question. Yes. <laughs> we now have another talk. whispering. Yeah. Are you ready for another whispering? Yep. Yeah. Uh, a very nice person called Right Said Fred from Northumberland. <laughs> He says, dear Mary, I know what's coming, it's funny. <laughs> dear Mary, Lee and Susan, I'm too sexy for my computer. Too sexy for my computer. How should I write? <laughs> tell him to get a grip. I'm not going to tell him of what. <laughs> no, I think it, I, I think uh, I think it's the next version of Fifty Shades, actually. Um, <laughs> Too sexy like for your computer. Maybe you need to use a pen and pencil, pen and paper. There you are, right? Said Fred. I hope that that's answered your your question. Now the next question. This is a lovely one, actually. This is from Margot <laughs> from Surrey. Okay. Margot. Margot Ledbetter from Surrey, she writes, I have some very peculiar neighbours <laughs> who are raising pigs in their back garden. <laughs> However, I've decided that I have rather a ponchon, i.e. a little fancy, for the husband, and I've decided to use him as my muse. <laughs> I was wondering where she was going to use it <laughs> How would you suggest I go about writing about him? in a timely manner, in a respectful manner, considering that he is married to my best friend. <laughs> oh. oh! That's pretty oh. salacious stuff. It is. Um, Margot Ledbetter, you are a one. Yeah, well, I would say change the physical, change the physical description, change the name, make sure that it's not yes. identifiable, you know, sort of like use the personality traits. Um but not nothing that would identify him. As. No, and don't, and don't really mention the pigs. Technique. Yeah, mm. and don't, and don't mention, mention the pigs. pigs. Turn no. them into goats. Yeah, <laughs> Billy Goat's gruff. My grandfather's <laughs> neighbour had goats, and uh, they were an absolute nightmare. And <laughs> they used to jump over his fence and and destroy his beautiful garden. 
And he spent, you know, he spent the last sort of 20 years of his life suing his neighbour <laughs> for all the damage the goats did. And uh, and uh, I think when she died, he lost the will to live. Uh, he was keeping them going. <laughs> oh, funny. Now, you know what I truly love about this this question and answer session? It highlights exactly how we are not qualified to talk about time <laughs> management. <laughs> Yes, but that really wasn't that. That wasn't really a time management question, was no, it? No, it wasn't. It was, it no, was... but we started off with like, how do we do we write in a sort of amusing way to goats? <laughs> <laughs> and the last we question, we went straight from David Bowie to dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, well, I mean, I do know one thing, Susan. You and I are flat out working all the time. Yeah. All right. We, we're I'm always, just flat I mean, I was, out. I was, I was working till like three thirty in the morning last night. This morning, yeah. uh, and I end up being utterly exhausted. And as a result, I don't work as efficiently as I could. Mm. Um, and I know that when I'm when I'm well rested, I get far more done in a day. And you know, sort of like it makes much more sense to be well rested and do more efficient work and stuff. I mean, I am aware that I need to do that more. But Lee is the one that has all the words of wisdom about time management and stuff. So she's going to tell us off and tell us what I'll we should be doing. Tell you off. Just go and stand in the t- in the corner, the pair of you. <laughs> Honestly, I love it when you do that voice. Go I know, on, mummy. I've got my glasses all sort of down the bottom of my nose as well. Even better. <laughs> Are you wagging your finger? Absolutely. The finger's up. It's arched. <laughs> it's aimed at... Oh, I better not aim it at the boom. Better not aim it at the mic. Yes. But it's it's up. It's doing its thing. First thing is to stop multitasking. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Just set yourself reminders. Focus on what's important. And also factor in breaks. So the other thing is break your tasks into steps so you know what you're doing. Get organised. Okay. And big thing is remove your distractions. What are your distractions? Hmm? Life in general. (laughs) Life in general. My clients are my distractions. Well, Uh... tell them to go away. No. (laughs) (laughs) But that's a really good point, is it? Because you and I have discussed this, haven't we, Mary? And I'm sure I've discussed it with you, Lee, is that... um, each time we we we're not we're in different stages of our our businesses and we have different businesses all of us three of us have mm-hmm. complementary but different businesses and um i was going to say something really interesting and i can't remember what it was <laughs> <laughs> well, it's about we're about distractions we're talking about clients being distracted oh yes yes and my, now that's a, yeah for me there, there was a little bit of a debate about, you know, writing coaching and, and what roles we were going to take. And Lee, that's a brilliant point about focusing, you know, your energy. I, I know myself well enough at this stage in my life to know that I have a, a finite amount of energy. And if I were to have clients who I would be working with coaching and, 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 and whatever and within the writing process on a one-to-one basis I wouldn't be able to combine that with the, the business model that, that I run because yeah. that would leach too much out of me mm. and I know that maybe you're much better at that because you have much you're more organized in terms of your boundaries I tend not to have many boundaries with with people and I think you're right to, to sort of recognise what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are. My weakness is very much that 
I, I, I give out so much. Sometimes I don't have much energy left for myself. Mm-hmm. So I tend to, to ring fence and blinker, you know, my tasks. Yeah. So I think, Lee, that's a really good point, actually. Mm-hmm. It's, there is a lovely, a, a lovely quote from Hamlet, um, which I think is Act 2, <laughs> Scene 3, Line 10. Mm-hmm. Um, for you, Susan. All right. Uh, and are you ready for this? God, she's on it, isn't she? She really knows it. it. The quote on is: it. "The quote is, no." All right. And you can use that anytime. You can use it anytime with anybody. You know, it, you know, no is a, it's a sentence in itself, but it does not need qualification. You are allowed to say it. Because <laughs> you have said to me many, many times that you actually don't know how to say the word no. No, I don't. I don't. She's, you know, I've seen her. She said no before, and her head is shaking. Yes. <laughs> It's a difficult one to do, though. I mean, it's like yeah. you're saying, Lee, you're saying, you know, stop multitasking. And it's like that that is, I have to say, that is the crux of my problem is that I, I go in, I'm working on something and then I get I, I pinged an email from one of my clients or, or from somebody that says, oh, can you do such and such? And for some reason, it's in my psyche that if it's if I if somebody asks me to do something, I have to do it immediately. You know, and I, I like sort that, of like yeah. find myself going off on that tangent and coming back to the, the original project. Um, and I do need to stop doing that. I need to stop checking my emails and stuff like that, and just and just saying to people, look, I will, I do check emails, but I'll only do it every every few hours, as opposed to every time someone sends me something, because mm-hmm. that's that's a good piece of advice: is not not to multitask, because you do, yeah. you end up going down a rabbit hole. Yeah, and yeah, you just do. Don't come back up again. It's like it's like a Billy Connolly story, you know. <laughs> It is. I'll tell you what's really interesting. It's like Billy Connolly's stories. You start with one thing and you do 15 others and you eventually come back to the original thing and finish it. It's hard for you, though, because you have your two. Not only do you have your right and your left brain working at the same time, you're also doing a very difficult thing in that you are creating, which is a proactive thing. But then you're also responding. Mm. And the one thing that I have actually cut out to a large extent in, in my working life now is the response to others. Mm. And, and and in fact, that, that has propelled the proactivity of the business. Well, and, and I know that everybody's business is different. My business is, 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 is hardly now, I've cut out so much responsiveness. It's all proactive. And I found that a lot easier. Yeah. Because that's almost my ring fenced domain now. And sometimes I do count out other stuff because I have to get that proactive work product out. Yeah. Yeah. But I think since I've cut out the responsiveness of, of my working life, I have found that a lot easier. Just because of my temperament, I tend to be such a people pleaser. Yeah. That, you know, if someone asks me to do something, I over respond, I over deliver. Yeah. And so by cutting that out, it means that, that, that somehow I can just blinker myself in a yeah a sort mm. of you know I just career down one particular path now I do find that a lot easier and I think the reason I found the last few weeks very difficult is that I've uh, it's chopped into creativity and then production when you do the production side of my job that's when you have to have an element of responsiveness and that's a, that's a bit I don't cope so well with now but I think the self-awareness is important isn't it yeah 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 very very knowing much what so. you're okay with yeah and also yeah. having clear goals being really clear about what it is, what outcomes you want. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Anyway, uh, one of the things that we mentioned on Monday was um, just an experiment, you know, only if you have time, is to spend a day 
doing a time log. Mm. So, you know, writing down all the activities you do and how long they take. So it gives you an idea of of what in the normal course of things a writer would would spend spend their day, what would take up the time, the bulk of their time, you know, what distracts them, what doesn't distract them, what enables them to get on and do the writing that they need to do. That would be a really interesting exercise to do, all three of us, to to compare our day, our time, <clears throat> our yeah. writing stuff. Yeah, How much so. time? You'd, you'd be horrified at mine. Mine is two minutes brushing my teeth, 14 hours straight writing, <laughs> two minutes making a cup of tea, another hour writing. <laughs> shocking. It's shocking. You see, I, I, I kind of would love to do that. I, yeah. I, I sort of like, I mean, I spend, most of my day is spent either um, buying and cooking and preparing and clearing up food uh, for my teenage children uh, or ferrying them back and forth to schools or picking them up mm. because they've had a sprained ankle or something. Um, you know, sort of like, I mean, there's so much more, you know, yeah. that, that I just don't, I mean, I have to, I have to, lever in writing time i have yes, to actually yeah. you know and that's that's why i generally if i can get to bed really early uh and get up at four o'clock in the morning i can do three yes. hours and it's been that way since they were small i mean i wrote when i wrote the bigamist i got up at you know five o'clock every morning wrote for two hours got the kids up got them to school wrote for another two hours in the cafe picked my son up from nursery took him home played with him you know did everything with the kids put them to bed and then typed up everything i'd written that day and um and then went to bed at you know just shortly after doing that and then got up again at five o'clock in the morning and that was the only way I could actually leave her in that that writing time mm-hmm. so you know and as a result that's always been my kind of writing writing technique when I'm writing um you know it's always been really early in the morning yeah um, that's my best time too Hmm. At the risk of, of, you know how I like to go under my comfort blanket of frivolity? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but, but really? removing my comfort of frivol- my comfort blanket of frivolity, I think one of the reasons that this year's been so transformative for me in terms of, of writing is that it's been a real year of heartbreak personally for me, you know, in terms of, of my sort of family and what's happened to, to, you know, in life in general. And also that my feet have been nailed to the floor because the year before I was out of the country for, I mean, three, four months. Yeah, you tend to travel very, a lot. And yeah. I travel a lot. And then so the whole thing, so everything's changed this year in a way which was which was pretty life-changing as well. And I, I realised that um, writing is a great, comfort and, and I, I know what you're saying Mary you know a few years ago I was in a similar situation to you mm. with kids of my own and now my kids are up um, I'm now in a peer group of, of, of friends who are now either early retired or, or retired and I'm so glad I'm not there mm. because otherwise what would you do with your day particularly in something like lockdown or if your heart's aching over oh, something God, yeah. else yeah. that's happened in your life you know writing's yeah. been such a saviour for me this mm. year. It's such a gift, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Whatever is exactly. happening in our lives, it's there. Yeah. I mean, I'm never going to retire. Not from writing. Mm. I, no, Certainly. I'm not I might, I might retire from doing the writing coaching and the, the editing and the publishing, but I would never retire from writing. You yeah. know, that, that's going to be... I mean, it's like, what, what do people do when they retire? They do the thing they love. Yes, you know, that's one yes. thing we have absolutely, you know, we, we are so rich. Pat. Yeah. And so lucky is that we're actually making a living. 
We're so rich. We're so rich. We're thinking of buying a tent. Just let you know. Just let you know that before we went live, we all got excited about buying a tent and going camping together. <laughs> oh gosh. Yes. But, and having but, sausages but that, on that the is beach. Richness. I mean, being able to go on, you know, sort of like in your 50s, being able to go <laughs> camping with your two yeah. best mates. I yeah. mean, really, it's like. It is rich. That's rich. I mean, that, I mean it's part of it's your career as well. Brilliant. It's I mean, I mean, how brilliant is that going to be? It would be fabulous. Oh, I can't It'd be wait. Fabulous. <laughs> so you know, but I mean, there's all the ideas we have about the the sort of naked cycling and the. <laughs> You know what the beautiful thing is about since I mentioned camping, not one word of disrobing. No, no. <laughs> Just wait till we get on our lilos. I can see us camping on the beach and all the water coming in, you know, the, the sea. And us floating out to sea. And us floating <laughs> out to sea on our lilos. <laughs> But you know it's what? like that, that Roald be... Dahl short story where the boy goes over, goes out to sea on the back of a turtle. Yeah, like, last I, seen on the horizon. I can see that being us being camping on the beach or whatever it is on our lilos and everything else, and floating out to sea. We 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 will whilst we're doing that, we will be sitting writing the story of us all doing that. <laughs> so even if nothing happens on the beach, you know, we'll be coming back with loads of interesting stories. It's like mine will be mine will be your memoir about how, you know, sort of like this all happened. You know, Susan will be a, a an absolutely brilliant comedy, comedy story about it all. Oh it might know, be a folk tale. And, and yours will be a folk tale about how the Selkies came and dragged us out. You know <laughs> But we'll actually come back with three children's stories or three short stories yeah. or three you know gift oh i've books just had an idea for how the book's going to be no no i've just had an idea i'm not oh. no actually do you know what thank you for that when we're off here i'll send you the synopsis oh, oh brilliant. brilliant make sure you write it down <laughs> write write down the notes of it so we don't forget it oh fantastic. see that's the whole that's why we can't do time management luke <laughs> Look, right, we've illustrated how we can't do this podcast. <laughs> but that's why qualified. we're doing it. That's why we're doing it. It's because the podcast is not just about all the things we are expert at. It's about the things that you all know, the things other that we're writers not experts. Yeah, we're, we're, we're shite at basically. It's highlighting the things that I, authors and writers, you know, have difficulty struggles. with. Yeah. Struggles. Yes. So it's the, we okay. don't have to necessarily have the absolute solution. So you know, here's the thing. What's the difference between bio and non-bio washing powder? Because I've never managed to figure that bio out. Bio eats your skin. Does so, it? Yeah, bi- biological powders. Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry to actually know the answer. But uh, <laughs> biological powder eats biological um, material. Is there teeth in it? So, no, it's an enzyme. Yeah. It's an enzyme that breaks down biological products. And so as a Oh, result, I don't even want to think about underpants. So, well, that's the thing, is if you've got oh, any sensitivity no, at no, all, no. that if you don't get all the washing powder, which you don't, because if it smells clean and it smells slightly soapy, then it's not all out of there, then some of that biological um, element is left on the clothes, which can give people eczema and skin conditions and stuff like that because the biological powder in the clo- clean clothes starts eating your skin. So you should always use non-bio, always. And the trouble is, if you put bio in your washing machine, it will always stay there. So even if you use non-bio after you've used bio, it will still. There you go. There's a horror story for you. Okay, next question. How do you change a Hoover bag? (laughs) You don't get a Dyson. (laughs) Yeah, I've got a Dyson. (laughs) Number three, where do weeds come from? (laughs) 
<laughs> the devil. Yes, yes comes from Satan. <laughs> oh, I saw this funny thing on Facebook the other day that everybody's playing with the word Satan and Santa. Oh. Like right. Satan's coming. 2020. Everybody get excited. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite good. I like that. <laughs> now, because we're we're so organised, thank you for those whisperings, whisperers. Yeah. We've all got our readings lined up, haven't we, chums? No, I, have, <gasps> I don't have time. Come on, this you is about time, time management. This oh, is about you... time management. So, yeah, oh. I didn't have time this week to do any writing. Wait a minute, let me rustle about. God. <laughs> well, I've got one, but it's about last week's topic. Okay, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, I'm going to, I'm going to write something right now. Okay. Oh, look at that. She's okay. on oh. it like a car bonnet. Oh. Okay, um, I've written something. So I've got my reading ready. Perfect. Oh, God. So I there's no see. pressure then, Lee. Shoot. <laughs> oh. All right, I'm just going to read you what I... It was. It's just blurb that I wrote the other day. Okay. Perfect. Okay, I'll just rustle the straws. Hang on. Right, Mary, pick a straw. There you go. Oh, you've got the medium one. Yeah. Doesn't happen to me very often. Lee, pick a straw. (laughs) Oh, Lee, you've got the long straw. (laughs) The long straw. The long straw. (laughs) I can stick it up my nose. (laughs) Oh, God, you said that. I was wondering where that was going. Why would you want to? (laughs) I don't know. Something to do on a Saturday night. Are you missing being COVID tested? Is that absolutely, absolutely trying to replicate it? You enjoyed it so much. Oh, (laughs) have we got all quiet? You know, silence. It's a new experience. I think we were waiting. So, so Lee's got the 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 long straw. So, she's starting. Oh, am I starting? Yeah. Oh, Oh, right. Sorry. (laughs) That was excellent time management. Right, okay. Are you sitting comfortably? Yes. This is absolutely Not really. I've got the most awful sofa, but carry on. Right. (laughs) Um, It wasn't what you'd call an exotic party by a long shot. There was bunting, not exactly fluttering, but hanging overhead. Friends, family and loved ones gathered, filled the house with love and laughter. Here we all are, celebrating the towering achievement of still being alive. The table was laden. Bottles of Prosecco, a roaring coal fire, Mexican trained dominoes, and not a sombrero to be seen. Crosswords and jigsaws piled in the present corner, tied with bows and tyne and tasteful wrapping paper. Unless it was Cousin Amanda, who claimed she was recycling and used an old edition of the ESPC. Glasses charged, I started my speech. Smiles rippled, oohs and ahs rose and fell midst chuckles and the odd barracking. As luck would have it, the Prosecco got the better of me. I blamed the strawberries myself and I ended up thanking my mother for pushing me out. It only took her six hours, my head causing an awful cuffle before it was eased out, with the aid of forceps and a lot of screaming on my mother's part. During the procedure, she managed to almost break my father's thumb, tearing at the tissue in her effort to push No one heard the click as she dislocated it because mum was screaming so loudly. Dad passed out, just like a light bulb. One second on, the next off. It wasn't his smartest move, but a memorable one at least. 
After the speech, I sashayed around the room, showing everyone my birthday card badges. And later, when the evening had slowed into a dull hum and the music dimmed to the quietest sound as the room emptied, I found our neighbour slumped in the cat's basket, having belched his way through numerous tins of lager and passed out. He was busy attempting, hang on, can't read my writing, to clear up the debris. Half-eaten volivants, a herd of crisps settled on the tablecloth, surrounded by a lone marinated olive and a half-eaten marzipan chocolate. This she fed to her toothless cat. There you go. <laughs> that was so brilliant. Like and you, but you know, the minute you mentioned olive, I, I was know, off. I, <laughs> I had to hold my breath slightly because it's like I've mentioned an olive. They're going to go. They're going to blow. <laughs> that was lovely. That was really, really so vivid and colourful. It's lovely. just mind ramblings, really. Lovely. Absolutely lovely. So vivid. Oh, Manic. Funny. Right. Do you want my contribution? <laughs> yes, please. Yes, please. Okay. As, as you know, I've just written it, so it's very short. <laughs> And it is this. Sorry, I'm late. Well, that's it. <laughs> Brilliant. That is Brilliant. a masterclass in delivery. It's perfect. Absolutely perfect. Genuinely, that's a masterclass. I think that deserved the booker. It should be on the booker list. Gosh. All right, Susan, come on, let's hear yours. Okay, a little bit. This is on last week's topic. (laughs) (laughs) Because you are. (laughs) Because I'm on it like a car bonnet. (laughs) This is a bit of uh, one of the novels that languishes in my my laptop. Here we go. Late that afternoon, they finally arrived in Highland, Perthshire, after the long drive north on the coldest day on record for 15 years. They knew this because one of the removal men had said, the one with the snake tattooed on his neck which coiled up behind his ear. They'd followed the van all the way from Clapham and had just pulled up in front of the looming grandeur of Glendorich Hall some ten minutes before. It was the first time she'd seen it and it was fair to say that it wasn't all that that she'd imagined it to be. Over the past few months, Kevin had been describing their new home with that look on his face. The one he had every time he talked about getting a new iPhone. The one that had made him go all misty-eyed and wistful. Do you know that the main hall predates the Jacobite uprising in 1715? And is classed as being of national architectural importance, he'd said. Oh yeah, she said blowing over the rim of her mug of hot chocolate, flicking the page of her magazine. There have been bits added to it over time, of course, he continued. The portico steps were added in 1796. The east wing added in 1868. Wow, she'd said, dunking a chocolate hobnob into the hot liquid, marvelling at Victoria Beckham's new hairdo. Were those blonde extensions? Inside it's quite something, he said. There are original marble fireplaces. A Victorian 12-system butler's bell pulley, still intact, of course. Hmm, she'd said, 
plunging her fingers into her mug to fish out the, sco- the gooey, squidgy, biscuity crumbs, grimacing at the paparazzi snap of Philip Schofield putting out the bin in his pants. And on the ground floor, the room which was used as the factor's office still has the original metal grill to stop the estate workers reaching in and nicking all the wage money, he'd said. Well, well, she'd said, putting her mug down, throwing the magazine on the floor and finally reaching out for the wine bottle. Well, it was to be her property, I suppose, but it was his long-lost heritage, not hers. She was just grateful that they'd been able to afford to have her stop work. No more frantic stress day in, day out at that bleeding hospital, or any bleeding hospital. Lady of Glendorich Hall, eh? Compared to being a junior doctor on call, it'd be a doddle. Well, that's what she thought. Of course, knowing what she knows now, that was just a joke. A very, very bad joke. Mm. I think I wrote that about me wanting to be the lady of the manor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, who doesn't want to be a lady of the manor? Well, we could be lady of the tent. Yes, we could be lady of the tent. I know, well, considering we we do, we dream of tents. (laughs) I dream more of motorhomes than than tents, I have to say. I'm not really a tent person anymore because my back... So as long as we can get, you know, a proper bed or a proper mattress and a tent, I'm fine. um, Let's go for it. Let's just do it. Oh, sail away. We could get we could get a whole community of people coming with us. We could be like the we could be like the Hell's Angels. (laughs) Instead of being motorbikes, we can be motorhomes and writers. Get your motor running. A whole load of middle-aged women in motorhomes. Join us, girls! Can you Do imagine you it on the, us? on the on the BBC News? With the writing gypsies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the whole town Absolutely was out brilliant. of paper and pens. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we could have a stationary shop that we bring with us. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Oh. So well, I'm gonna. Well, okay, coming back the to the, the the writing side of things, um, and the the time management side of things. Actually, I'm I'm really I'm gonna really try from this week particularly. Is I'm gonna I'm what Lee was suggesting. You know, I'm gonna try to stop multitasking and get my best time management. I used to do a um a to do list. And um, keep that ready. But I mean, the funny thing is, I've got so busy, I haven't had time to do the to-do list. Oh, that's bad. That's bad. <laughs> and it's like when you get to that stage, you know, you know, you know, there's the, you're falling off the cliff, aren't you? Yeah. So uh, I'm going to start doing the, my time management, and my my to-do list, and I'm going to stop multitasking. I'm going to absolutely factor in time to write because I want to do much more of that. And I'm, I've got my novel to complete by next year, so. And we're getting awfully near to the end of the year, so it's getting um, rather imperative whole, that I do that. Yeah, and I think you're right to have the whole, a chunk of time to respond to others. Yeah. But then to have that chunk of time where, where you are creating something completely from your heart. Yeah. And completely from your mind. I think that's that's the luxury part of the job, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, that's the part that, that everybody does dream of. And that's why we do this. So I think, yeah, you're right. Try and sort of ring fence that that bit where you're you're responding. Yeah. For me, I find that the most difficult part of the job. 
Yeah. And we can allocate a good couple of minutes in the morning to it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got it written down here. I've got clear goals, stop multitasking, focus on what's important, uh, break down the steps to know what needs to be done and remove distractions. That we have yep. a finite amount of energy and we have to focus on what, what matters to use that energy for. Look at us. So there you go. Yeah. We have actually made sense of it. We just we just had a wiggly path to it, but we got there in the end. <laughs> oh, we had well, lots of fun though. Yeah. yeah, I mean, as I say, it's it's not necessarily that you know the, the people people haven't always got all the answers, and they haven't. You know, they might be successful, but they haven't done it necessarily the most direct path. <laughs> well, the really successful ones have their own PA, don't they? <laughs> That's what we need. That is definitely what we need. We need somebody who's, who's completely not creative at all. That would just would just be sitting there with a frown on their face, going, "Have you done this? Have you done?" Don French has somebody like that apparently. Don French yeah. has a PA. Yeah, and people say to her, "How do you get all these books out?" Because I've got a PA. That's that's why. Ah. And I think actually, yeah, I think you're right. I think there's, it's really good to have some kind of. A very uh, left-brained person round yeah. you, at some yeah. point. Need... even if it's your other half, you know. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I don't have another half. I'm a whole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a whole, all on my own. Um, we're your yeah, thirds. I, I, we're your thirds. <laughs> yeah, you're my two thirds. Um, yeah. The what I need is not not just a PA. I need a PA who cooks and cleans and drives uh, and is a taxi yeah. for my children. Um, you know, as well as. <laughs> everything else yeah. so you know, as well as organizing my day and my you know so i need a housekeeper and pa combined oh that would be bliss perfectly wouldn't it doable. That would be perfectly so doable nice. yeah. well reason to be cheerful things to aim for absolutely that'll be clear my goals. goals clear goals <laughs> <laughs> oh, at least i don't know what to, and a gardener Somebody gets my garden's an awful mess. It's just like that oh, one. That, garden. that one has oh, slipped awful. off the edge of the time management thing yeah. altogether. It's not even remotely funny. Um, Our so. poor garden is just like weeping. I know. Yeah. I know my, how that mine, is. Mine's starting to look like to a give. secret garden. You know, it's like, uh, <laughs> go out. You don't know what you're going to find. <laughs> Might get lost in it as well. I haven't been out in my garden for weeks. Uh, you, you're, you're currently in, in um, not recoup. quite traction, but uh, yeah, yeah, your leg's still recovering, so it's not easy for you to get out of the garden. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, thank you, else's... little podcasting queens. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, because we're now doing that thing of, and what are you having for tea? Because <laughs> we do. And are you going to watch Strictly tonight? Because Anton's judging. Of course, we are. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> watch Strictly. I've never ever found the, the, the attraction. Here oh, go. I love Strictly. You have to watch Strictly. It makes it's my neck hurt watching it. <laughs> it's rubbish, but it's a national institution. It's like I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. You've got to watch well, that's it. That's going to be in North Wales this year, apparently. Um, there's a, I don't really... They'll never get out of there. Yeah, they'll, they'll, be, <laughs> they'll be trapped. They'll be in lockdown. Um, there's a, but yeah, no, I've never watched a British Bake Off, and I've never watched Strictly. It's just not. Listen, dear. I'm sorry, but when someone calls you dear, and it was horribly patronising, but listen, dear. You know you're in for a telling off, don't you? Yeah. Yes. Okay. There are national institutions in this country. Bake Off, celebrity, <laughs> going Absolutely. to the pantomime. Oh, pantomime. And Strictly. Pantomime this year. 
strictly, they're all in the same category. Yeah, There's well, no opt-out. I do the pantomime. I do the pantomime. So There's no opt-out, me. I will, I will watch an episode of Strictly just for you. No, but then you can get involved with these lovely No, those lovely conversations about if you were on Strictly, who would you be partnered with? You have to be able to have those conversations with us at Dobby's. Oh god, yes. Yes. Okay. Can I choose anyone to be partnered with? Anybody, oh, yeah. but one of us got to be one of the strictly professionals. Oh, so it can't be anybody. So I couldn't say David no. Tennant. Okay. Uh, no. <laughs> he might not be able to dance. <laughs> Neither can I. What's the point? He can do everything. Excuse me, David Tennant can do everything. Oh, yes. Well, I'll have to get him on the podcast sometime. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That'd be fun. When oh, I asked that, him, you know. Do that little. <laughs> Again, I've never heard that one. <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's my motley laugh. <laughs> Very good. Dear, what I learn on these podcasts. <laughs> oh gosh, it's quite oh, funny well, hearing my laugh through the earphones. Actually, it sounds a lot deeper than I hear it in my head. Uh, right. Thank yes. you, podcasters, for the pleasure of your company. Of your company. Yes, we've really enjoyed having you have us. <laughs> Are we, getting, are we getting into erotica again, are we? Oh, God. <laughs> not those olives. Put them back. Oh, no, no, not the olives. Put them oh, back well, in the fridge. <laughs> so it's good night from her. It's good night from me. And it's good night from them. Bye. 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 Bye.